Okay, hello! Welcome to episode 236 of Sap King's Therapy. Uh, it will just be me today, um, because Fong, unfortunately, had to miss the game. Uh, I didn't actually ask him what it was, but I'm assuming something related to Thanksgiving. So, yeah, happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Happy Black Friday shopping. Please stay safe out there if you are going out to shop, because, damn, people, why do people still go to stores to shop? Like, first of all, it's like an, it's, it's an absolute, you know, it's, it's a stampede most of the time. And also like people like just out there being crazy. I don't know what it is. There's a huge concentration of people just, you know, with their, with their brains and morality turned up because they want to get a TV. I don't know what it is. Um, but yeah, so, um, unfortunately I haven't actually done any Black Friday shopping. I've been more or less been able to control myself for better or for worse, uh, been looking into the AirPod Pros, um, not really. Just, just don't want to pull the trigger. And same thing with the Apple Watch. Like I know there's a sale of Apple Watch. I think it's like three forty nine, um, like forty dollars off. Not too bad, but I, I just can't pull the trigger right now. So we'll, we'll see if I end up buying anything. But anyways, there's a game to talk about. Uh, the Kings unfortunately fall to the Celtics, one oh four to one twenty two. This game started out really ugly. Kings had 10 turnovers in the first quarter. Most of them of the stupid variety, I like to call them, just ranting for no reason, just no explanation. They just give the ball to the other team for no reason. Um, they end up, I believe, they were down 14 to start the first quarter or after the first quarter. And in the second quarter, however, they come back strong. They cut down on turnovers. They fight back. They play good defense. And also... The biggest thing that I noticed, Casey Akpala checked in, and he played great defense. And they started taking care of the ball. They managed to come back. They ended up being down two. What do I have the score here? Yeah, they ended up uh, being down thirty-six to twenty-two, or no? So they trailed twenty-six to thirty-two after the first quarter, but after the second quarter, they only trailed sixty-two to sixty-four. So literally, it was a very close game. They scored forty points, only had two turnovers, but they were of the dead ball variety, so that didn't hurt them. And yeah, it was just it was beautiful basketball to see. You like this is this was the stretch where you saw the Kings. This is a different Kings team. They can they can make an adjustment. You know, calm everything down. And change the change kind of the flow of the game. Okay, in the third quarter, uh, for for the first half of it, it was really good. Um, Jalen Brown picks up his fourth foul, then Marcus at 9.30, 9.31 in the third, and then Smart picks up his fourth uh, six at six oh two. However, they managed to well. First of all, the Kings take advantage of that by going up. Let's see the time, but they went up. Uh, they went up six. Uh, 84 to 78. I don't have the timestamp here. But the Celtics then deployed their secret weapons. They they put in the white guys. They put in Peyton Pritchard and Luke Cornett. And they proceed to go on a 16 to, to 0 run to end the quarter. So a 84-78 advantage. All of a sudden, well, the Kings led 84 to 78. Then all of a sudden, they trailed 84 to 94. Just like that. And it, it was just... They, the, the two guys, they basically just brought tons of energy. Peyton Pritchard, like, just was able to hit threes and just kind of exist out there, just helping the team in, you know, one way or the other. And then Luke Cornett was a rim protector. I believe he got three blocks during that stretch. And just the Kings were rattled. 
um, and the and the Celtics rattle up the intensity, and the Kings just could not get a shot to fall during the stretch. It also coincided with Sabonis going to the bench. When the when Sabonis went to the bench, the the offense just doesn't flow the same way with Metu, and you know it, it was it was just really really ugly basketball to watch. And unfortunately, this is kind of what this game was about. It was about that stretch where the Kings were the Kings kind of just fell apart um they couldn't stop the bleeding and the celtics showed their championship you know level play even without robert williams out there they turned up the intensity and went for the kill just completely turned the game on its head and the celtic or the kings just had no answer basically um however it does kind of erase up to that point like again the kings were actually playing really well their offense was humming along they were playing good defense not great but they were playing some pretty damn good defense. Again, I mentioned Casey Alcala checked in, was great on Tatum, was great on Brown. Just all around, just a real defensive presence. And then plus that with Davion, like him and Davion are a defensive, like our defensive kind of monster together. Like, you know, even wings like Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown couldn't really get anything easy on uh on Davion just because it's hard to get by him. So they literally have to try and just overpower him, which sometimes works, sometimes doesn't. Like, it was really, really good to see. And, you know, KZ also were, were able to contribute. Only only scored seven points, but those were seven big points. And, like, they really sparked the Kings on that run. But, unfortunately, the, this game will be remembered for that 16-0 run by the Celtics. But make no mistake, the, King, the Kings played very well and showed that they could hang with the Celtics. But when when the Celtics kind of turned it up and started hitting threes, like they had nothing, they had nothing for them. And like the intensity of the defense, they couldn't handle it. And unfortunately, this game went from a six point lead for the Kings to a blowout for the Celtics. And yeah, the game's getting turned real real quick. And again, they show you their championship medal. Um, and the Kings just aren't there yet. But for a while, like they look like they could hang with the Celtics. All right, okay. Um, t let's, what else do I want to talk about? That's basically kind of the game. Uh, the Kings would like, were able to hit a few threes down the sh like in garbage time, but we're not going to count those. I think they hit three of them, if I remember right. And the big thing about this game, like that kind of turned the game around, the Celtics started hitting threes. They, uh, um, they like Peyton Pritchard hitting those, I think he hit two during that stretch. So it wasn't like a crazy amount, but again, the de defense turned into offense and the Kings couldn't get anything going on offense, and that led to, you know, shoddy defense on the other end. Their transition defense, you can only do so much, and again, they just could not stop the bleeding. Um, the Kings is, so the Kings have been known to be a great offensive team, but their offense has more or less not been good the la these last two games. Like, the Hawks game, like, it wasn't a high-scoring affair, but they, they easily could have taken that game had they just made a few shots you know, down the stretch when the when the Hawks just gave them openings, and and they only end up hitting nine threes in the Hawks game out out of thirty attempts, which you know isn't a great amount of attempts, which is also a little bit weird that they didn't shoot more. But also, they're not shooting well from three. Like they, they were nine for thirty for thirty percent in this game, nine for thirty six for twenty five percent, and mind you, three of those were in garbage time. So literally, I think I had to have the stat here. They were six of thirty basically in regulation, and kind of like, you know, when the starters were playing, when they didn't throw in the towel yet. 
So their shooting has more or less just abandoned them, unfortunately. And, you know, even for the good, the good stretches, they weren't shooting well. During that stretch where they got the six-point lead, they were just, you know, running cuts and just, you know, moving the ball and just, you, you know, helping out each other with just nice, crisp passes. But right now, their shooting just isn't where it needs to be. Hopefully, that kind of bounces back once they get come back home. But yeah, these last two games, they're off. Their de- their offense has abandoned them a bit, and their defense just hasn't been been able to kind of hold up, unfortunately. And you know, the defense is a work in progress, and you hope that they start figuring out something because we're gonna the Kings are gonna have stretches like this where they just struggle to score, shots aren't falling down. And, you know, they'll just have to work past it, basically. And right now, um, and one way to do that is that, you know, you have a good defense to stop the other team from scoring. And again, for a lot of the game, they did just that. But, you know, unfortunately, when the when the Celtics turned it up, the Kings were not able to match that uh, intensity. Um, so uh, t- talking about the offense, Ke- Kevin Herter, um, first game he, that he didn't hit a three, he was actually two for 10. Although for much of the game, I thought he was pretty good for the most part. Like he got some nice layups. He was, he's a really good on ball, like off ball cutter. And also like a really good, like passer as well. Like he had a really nice dime to Sabonis for a huge slam, but, but yeah, he didn't, he didn't have a good game. Um, the, this is, this has got to be talked about at this point, Keegan Murray was not good this game and he actually hasn't been good for a while um only one for eight uh one for six from three and um the only the only three he hit was again in garbage time he just hasn't been able to find a shot he opened the game missing three wide open threes and the touch just isn't there right now i've mentioned before he's not great on the road so that doesn't help you know, at some point, he's got to be able to find his stroke because the Kings need need his shooting. And, you know, Casey Alcala was much better than him this game. Like, Keegan's defense was all right for the most part, but he's a rookie. And, you know, they're, they're going to throw him into the fire by having him guard Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. Um, so there's not much you can do there. But also, like, without him contributing on offense like you might as well play Casey Apollo because Casey was terrific this game on on defense and yeah the last, so so this is a crazy stat from uh Cameron Solorano uh, is his name all right I, I I'm sorry I, I I can't find this uh let me check let me, you know what let, let, let's let's just let's just do them online or um Solorano 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 but basically from him Ever since the Brooklyn blowout, where you know he got he was injured and had to leave the game early, he's been shooting seven for thirty-five from the field and one for nineteen from three. Like those are just really bad numbers. And you know, you have to take into take, you know, you have to take into factor, like he's got some family stuff going on, and like whatever injury he sustained in that Brooklyn injury might be nagging, but he's definitely going through the hitting the rookie wall right now. Now, I guess the good news is you hope that he can break through this and have a strong like finish to the season. But right now, the Kings need him to kind of produce. And right now he's not doing that. And, you know, until he starts producing, like things are just he's it's just gonna be hard for his teammates to be able to, you know, do do more, basically. Like he needs to be able to contribute. It would make it a lot easier on guys like Fox, guys like Sabonis, Barnes, everybody. Um, but as it stands right now, like him not performing it's hurting the team and they need they do need him um so yeah 
Uh, Kings do come back home to face the Suns on Monday. Um, hopefully they get enough rest. They get enough just, you know, oomph. And after the uh, Thanksgiving weekend, they just, you know, come back, relax a little bit, and hopefully they're able to bounce back against a, another very good team. Now, the Kings got the win they needed on, on the road here. Like, they got the Grizzlies game. They did everything they could to blow that game, but they got that one game. And, you know, if you were, you know, honestly even being an optimist, like, you would say one and two. Because, like, the, the you know, the, uh, the Hawks on the second night of a back-to-back is tricky. Boston is a championship team, even championship-level team, even without Robert Williams. Like, this is about as good as you can kind of expect. At least that's how, how I expected it. And, you know, they, they're now 10-8. and eight. We don't get to like the beam, but that's okay. Like, you, you lost to some good teams, and you hopefully you can bounce back at some point. Um, De'Aaron Fox has kind of struggled in the, these two games ever since the Grizzlies game. Another kind of iffy game where, you know, he just, he wasn't three for nine from three. And, but like, it feels like he's fallen in love with the three a little bit too much. He needs to attack a little bit more. He, he's six for 17, like not a great percentage, but like, again, without the, without the incredible shooting uh, of the team, you know, it, it's, it, they pack the pain and it's tough to get in there. So you know, it it's a tough, tough game, tough stretch for uh, De'Aaron. Hopefully, he finds like his groove. Barnes was really good early, but kind of just you know disappeared a little bit late. Sabonis is doing his thing. Just, I just hope he gets more shots. Seven for thirteen. Like you know, why not try try for more shots? Can be a little more aggressive. The Kings were awful at hitting the roll man this game. Just that was one of the parts in the first quarter where like they just could not hit the roll man to save their life. And like the, the pass would get tipped and it would lead to offense. It was just an awful stretch. Um okay. Um that's basically all I have. A bit of a weird note to end on. Um, but yeah, like couldn't hit the roll, man. Uh this game. Just they played really good for stretches, but just kind of fell apart in the third quarter. And you know, the, the Celtics never looked back after that. The Kings are still trying to Kings are still trying to figure some stuff out. And Hopefully, like they figure out the defense at some point, and maybe the offense kind of come the, the offense has come back down to earth on the road. Um, but you know, they have it in them to really be able to turn it up once they turn it up at some point. And you know, hopefully, everyone just starts hitting shots because the most important thing in basketball is to hit is that the and the players hit shots. Okay. That's uh, that's actually all I have for the game. Um, this is, I guess, just the kind of a drawback of not having Fong around. I, I can't take breaks, can't get his thoughts. So it's a bit. So I, I end up going a little bit fast, but you know, I I do try to provide as much insight as I have on the game. And yeah, you know what to you know what to add in some time. Uh, let's talk a little bit about a uh, WWE. So I've been watching. I haven't been really like following that closely lately. Like I just not have enough time to kind of listen to, you know, wrestle talk, review the shows. And on it, I do not want to watch the shows because like, you know, even with triple H taking over, it's not a perfect show. It's kind of hard to get through, um, you know, to like a three hour raw show and then a, a two hour King or two hour SmackDown show. But one thing I've been definitely keeping an eye on is the bloodline. The bloodline storyline is amazing. Like, I this is a hot take. I want Sami Zayn to win the title off of Roman. And I want it to happen at the Royal Rumble, not in a one-on-one -on -one match. But I want the I want him to win it. Like, 
to do what kind of Brock Lesnar did, but put the title on the line at the Royal Rumble, like in the Royal Rumble match. And then, and then like have Sammy eliminate Roman or something during that Royal Rumble match and just win the title off of him. Now, of course, everyone says the money match is the Rock versus Roman Reigns, right? That, that match, however, does not need the title. And honestly, The Rock ain't winning. He ain't winning the WWE title. So, like, you're kind of wasting the title there. And you can transition into a, like, for the championship, you can transition into a Sammy versus Kevin at WrestleMania uh, storyline. Now, that could use the title. Because right now, like, Kevin Owens, like, he's not, he's not white hot by any means. He is hot just because, like, he just came back. But Sammy is so good with the bloodline. You know, he created the, you know, the Usi thing. Like, the storyline with him and Jay, like, has been has been absolutely phenomenal. Just, you know, the the little details of just, right, of the storyline. Just, you know, Jay not liking Sammy, and then Sammy just, honestly, just trying, trying to fit in. And everyone's accepting it, except for Jay. And then Jay kind of losing his shit and even saying, I don't give a damn what the Tribal Chief want. The Uzi segment, that was that was an incredible segment. Everything with the bloodline has basically been great so far. And like maybe this leads to another Jay match down the line. But like there, there's a money match between, you know, Sammy and Jay, even. Like maybe do it at Fast Lane, do it at No Way Out or whatever. <laughs> Elimination Chamber, I think, is, is the one in between. Um, but like Sammy, it, he has proven. Like, you know, way back in the day in NXT that he is an amazing baby face. And when he turns face against the bloodline, that is going to be an, an amazing pop. Now, I don't know if it's going to happen at War Games. But, like, just imagine when it happens because, you know, him and KO, like, have that have that history. They have that chemistry. That will be an incredible storyline going into WrestleMania. And then, you know, Roman can just focus on The Rock. Like, The Rock and Roman can just have the match. And, you know, if the title's not on the line, Rome, or The Rock can actually win. Because, like, let's be honest, The Rock the Rock have better things to do than win a WWE Championship. He ain't winning that thing. So, you know, I think there's a lot of potential ways to go. It probably just ends up being Rock versus Roman. And that, that's whatever. Like, you know, The Rock's my favorite wrestler of all time, although I've kind of, I'm not exactly dying to see him come back, to be honest. But, like, I can't, I can't like, I'm not going to front. Like, I'm going to be excited when he comes back, you know? And yeah, the Sammy, the Sammy J storyline, the entire bloodline storyline. Like, I also love the, now I got to watch, I guess I got to watch my words, but like, I do actually like the part-time Roman thing. Now, of course, there is a void when he's not on TV. Like, I just, I just finished the, the latest Smackdown. Like, there's a void when he's not on TV. But, like, every time you see him, it's an absolute privilege, you know, to see him. And he adds so much more to the storyline being the tribal chief. And, yeah, I, I love the Bloodline storyline. Again, if Sammy wins at Royal Rumble, um, maybe maybe The Rock costs him the, the WWE Championship in some way. And, you know, you can set that up um, going into WrestleMania. And then, you know, have have Sammy face Jay or KO at, at the show. at uh, at uh, WrestleMania or problem, you know, like you can go the tag team route. Maybe they're the ones to dethrone them. But like, I would love for Sammy to get some sort of babyface shine because he's an amazing babyface. 
bring back his old theme. I, I don't, by the way, I, I just watch like SmackDown. These, all these new themes suck. They suck ass. Like they, they, I think they just took away Rebel Heart from Johnny Gargano. It's like, maybe it's, maybe it's some sort of like copyright issue. Maybe they're trying to wipe their hands off from, uh, I think CFO money, but like, what are, what are these generic ass themes that are just, there's no personality to them. There's none of them are actually like really that good by any means. And just what are they doing? But bring back Sammy's old theme song, have the, have the, uh, the crowd chant along with that, when that song hum along with that song, it's going to be amazing. But we'll see. It probably does it just end up being The Rock. And, you know, I just I just kind of wrote another storyline where Jay versus uh, Jay and Jimmy versus KO and uh, KO and Sammy. So, you know, there's a lot of ways they can go. But I, I love the Sammy. I love the Sammy part of the storyline. And I want I want Sammy to be that, you know, that white meat baby face superstar again. OK, OK, that's all right. A lot, but kind of like um drag this on for long enough yeah uh sorry for the short episode today you know there's only so much i can do uh by myself talk so much about a game so hopefully you guys enjoyed um this solo episode uh i'll be catching you guys back uh after monday maybe i don't know maybe a tuesday or monday i don't know how the recording schedule is going to be but hopefully fong will be back and uh, yeah, we'll be talking to you guys after the uh, Phoenix Suns game. Have have a happy Thanksgiving. Hopefully, you guys had plenty of food. I'm not a turkey guy, by the way. Um, I never really got turkey. Just, I guess that's un-American of me. I'm not a big fan of turkey. I did not have turkey. I did have a hot pot, which was really cool. But uh, yeah, hopefully, you guys had a you know tur- good turkey hopefully you guys had a had a great meal hopefully you got to, to see family or friends for those of you that went to frank uh friends giving i think that's what it's called and yeah happy holidays to all of you uh and be safe during black friday if you are going out to the malls or the or the big stores because people be crazy in those stores so just be careful okay All right. Thank you guys for listening. We'll catch or I'll for sure catch you guys back on the next one. And hopefully Fong will be there as well.